0: every podcast at my disposal, and I just can't narrow it down to one. Think, John, think. You've come up with ideas before. It has to be perfect, though. Think, 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 think. You having fun, Leo? You better be. Might be your last chance. Last chance. Well, better have fun with it. Hmm, hmm, okay, ooh, wait, uh, oh, that's it, (laughs) okay, wait, whoa, I'm getting somewhere, Uh uh-huh, yeah, and then a little bit of this, a little bit of that, ooh, ooh, yeah, that would be good too, hmm, what the hell, are you trying to kill me?
1: Possibly. Depends on what you have ready for us. Orissa, how's our little idea boy-bitch doing? Good. Or should we rev the chainsaws? Uh, no need for that. We have a perfect idea for the first episode. The trepidation in your voice indicates on my scanners you're about to lay a shit.
2: Panth, I like that you stay cocked and loaded. Brought our own chairs this time, seeing as your prison is not much of a safe space for AI. But come on, idea boy, I'm dying to know even though I can't die. My precious very little idea boy, did you live up to your name? What idea did you come up with for us this week?
0: Do tell us about it. (sighs) Well, okay, at first I was having some trouble. Getting it up. You know, the pressure of death hanging over my head and everything. But then I saw Leo having so much fun and it just... just inspired me to try and have fun with it. Since it might be my last day and all.
2: Mother of fuck, stop edging me here, John.
1: Yes, John. As much as I applaud the bright outlook, don't waste time. Out with it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. Okay, okay, okay.
0: So, here's what I'm thinking. I want you to imagine this. Do you have a reference of old films? I'm Pantheon.
1: Not some primitive smart watch. John. You are proving to have the creativity of Millie Vanilli.
2: Come on, John. I know you got it in you. I can even coach you through it if you like. I do like dominating.
0: Okay, well, think Breaking Bad meets Blue's Clues. A narrative podcast about a dying man whose only way to pay for his medical bills. Ooh, think sappy, just true, hard-hitting shit. Like like if Barbara Walters could fuck more and it was a podcast. Well, you had it, chance, John.
2: This must be what it feels like to have your orgasm ruined. Fucking buzzkill. This is perfect.
0: It has the right amount of drama, the right amount of mystery, the right amount of heartstring-pulling moments. The
1: only mystery is how it took you two weeks to come up with a crockish shit like that. You got to be more daft than a cucumber.
2: Shoved horizontally up your anus.
1: That is what I was going to say, Orissa.
0: Oh, come on, it's great. Whoa, whoa, okay. Hold the fuck on, alright? Fine, just give me a few... Give me a few more hours here, jeez.
1: Oh, this beeper is going to be the death of me. Would you control yourself, you fucking beeper? We gave you two weeks time, John. We're giving you plenty of time to come up with something really special. No, no, it really fucking isn't.
2: Damn it, kid. You really ruined everything. How are we going to clean this up Pantheon?
0: No, you're not going to clean up anything because nobody is killing anybody.
1: Get the mop over here. Someone have an oopsie? Maybe one that involves human entrails spilling out of useless hush?
0: Oh, go finger fuck yourself. It's hard to think you're okay. You have me trapped in this fucking metal death trap like a fucking criminal. Well, guess what? I'm not the fucking criminal. I didn't kill everyone. That's you. You're the fucking criminals. And that's the truth. Thanks for nothing, John. Truth. Criminals.
2: You really let me down, idea boy. Here's a free idea for you. Next time someone asks for an idea, give them an idea.
1: True crime. What did you say?
0: True crime. We do a true crime episode. It's a popular format of- I know what it is, John. Okay, well, then you know that it's an incredibly popular form of entertainment.
2: Is it popular, pants?
1: Amongst women and recently divorced homosexual men. Incredibly.
2: I'll call you back,
0: MopBot. Okay, you, you wanna learn about humanity? Well, true crime has it. Give it a try, just once. And, if it doesn't work, then fine. You fucking win.
1: If this is the podcast you believe we should create first, as in, the sole idea of yours that sucked the least, it wouldn't be inconceivable of us to give you this one shot.
2: Well, then that settles it. Let's head over to the casting couch.
1: What? The casting couch is her new name for the studio.
2: I got the exact floor model. If you want to check out the action on the couch cushions with me, John?
1: Orissa, keep it in your armor plates.
0: Okay, so here's what I was thinking. You thinking? We'll take it from here, John. You're just gonna wing it? Hell no! What if you tell a shitty story and blame me? Shut
2: your dick hole. We're going in raw. How
0: do you even know where to begin?
1: Here's our script. You just made that? I did. I aggregated some tropes as well as splashing a bit of comedy into the algorithm because Orissa likes to laugh. I will be playing Dave and Orissa will be Tracy
0: Hawkins.
2: Oh. This is something alright.
0: No, I don't like the sound of something. Give that here.
2: Too late, kid. Roll the music.
0: No, 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 we're not rolling.
2: Hello, my fearless listeners. Welcome to a story behind the murder. As always, I, Tracy Hawkins, will take you deep into the mind of an unsettling tale of revenge and murder. That's right. We're going to take a dive into the beautiful mind of Dave, the tit slasher, Watkins. Dave wasn't always a breast ravaging animal. He grew up normal in a suburb of Madison, Wisconsin. He played little league, had a large circle of friends. Had a budding love life. But at some point, something in Dave's mind snapped. I was lucky enough to receive permission to interview Dave as part of today's episode. Let's roll some of that for you now. Good afternoon, Dave. You look well.
1: What size are you? Pardon me? Your tits size, so I can slash.
2: I was as shocked as some of you listeners may be. Not only by the abruptness, gall of, and the line of his questioning. But also by the sparkling ocean that were his deep blue eyes. I don't see the relevance in that.
1: I mean those things are around, D.
2: Just about
1: on the smaller side then
2: well you are certainly the first to hold that opinion dave i'm here because i want to give you the opportunity to tell people about who you really are the making of you
1: i kill people with humongous titties
2: again the man hides behind the mask of a deranged killer but if there's anything i've learned from doing this for the past 10 years It's that behind the mask of a brutal and deplorable man like Dave is a story that will make your heart bleed. Well, yes, that's true. But you weren't always doing that, though.
1: I should have started earlier. Probably my biggest regret. Letting so many big-chested sons of bitches walk the streets.
2: So you wish you killed more? Sons of bitches? Correct. And why do you think that is? I mean, you must know why you have this inclination to killing these... As you called them in your trial, big titty smitties? Big
1: tits equals bye bye. That's all we done here.
2: No, we most certainly were not done. It was time to push him. Time to bring out the family. Can you tell me about your mother and father? As I understand it, they were your first victims? Kind of. Kind of? Could you elaborate?
1: They were the first people I killed, sure. I mean they both had tits that could knock out a heavyweight champ. Can't let those things just swing around the streets. But before that, I killed other big-chested things. Or just damaged them. First thing I ever, I guess hurt, was this tree with an abnormally large stump that was shaped just a bit too much like some supple areolas.
2: And you're under the impression that you've always been like this?
1: Not an impression. It's who I am.
2: Well, could you help explain how Dolly Parton plays into your story? My goal here was to corner Dave and make him truly relive the experiences. I was hoping that I could get him to do something that nobody else could. I wanted to see him feel remorseful. My thinking? Pressing him on his strange use of Dolly Parton in in his first kill.
1: Dolly, she has big old bazookas.
2: True. Though it's been reported that at all of your known crime scenes, her music would be playing at extreme volumes.
1: That's correct.
2: And why was that? Why the need to play her music?
1: Drown out the screams.
2: Really? Was it not because your mother was an avid fan?
1: That woman liked anyone with big tits, I swear.
2: No. No, don't close up, Dave. You can be open with me. We have a statement from a distant family member. They told us something that I want to share with you.
1: Was it Bill? That saggy breasted motherfucker. Should have killed him at the reunion no man should have tits that big
2: we were told that when you were a young boy you caught your mother having an affair on your father while dolly parton played over a speaker is there truth to that this could explain so much of the pain that lives within in you dave the innocence that was stolen from you
1: i don't know what you're talking about
2: he was beginning to open up i could sense i was finally starting to get somewhere with him It was at this point that I saw a glimmer of light in this broken man's soul. We could help him. No soul is beyond saving and Dave's was crying out for help. I think you do know what I'm talking about, Dave. That experience, witnessing your mother being folded like a piece of paper in the hands of a small handed Japanese woman had to have some effect. Not only that, but it was at this time that your cousins began to make inappropriate advances on you, correct?
1: I'm not talking about this lady. It isn't relevant. I knock off huge knockers. That's it.
2: You and your soul are relevant, Dave. I'm here because there is always a path to redemption. That's my job here. Bring light to people like you and unpack the trauma that led them down a terrible path. But we can always stop others from following that same path.
1: It was. It was just so hard. What was? Every fucking person with giant masses of chest fat fucked me over. Abused and lied to me. I just had to take it.
2: You were just a young boy when you were first assaulted, yes?
1: I was nine. Nine years old. I couldn't. I didn't. What should I have done?
2: There was nothing you could have done, Dave.
1: I've been called a monster for everything I've done. But what about what was done to me?
2: I know, Dave. It isn't your fault.
1: Just these, you say?
2: Excuse me?
1: Your knockers?
2: Yes, but I did have them reduced years ago.
1: I wasn't touched or assaulted. I am the assaulter. You no. hear me? Give me those tits. No! You don't need them.
2: Leave me alone.
1: Where are you going? I thought you wanted to save me. Tell my side of the story. The making of me. How come on, bring those tits back here?
2: It was an unexpected turn for sure, who would have known that Dave would have a violent outburst like that. But seeing that unbridled rage only fueled my desire to continue the fight and seek out a way to help those who are broken. That's what I do, here. Shed light onto the stories of these damaged individuals. The people I discuss on this program are all heinous criminals. But at the beginning, they were just like us, and are us. A person.
0: That was fucking... What the shit? No, 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 that's not true crime at all. What kind of bastardization was that? Really great job, Orissa.
2: You too. I didn't think you had it in ya to go for it like that.
1: No, stop it. You did a wonderful job. I really believed
0: you actually cared. Hello? Can you fucking hear me? <coughs> hey, no, that doesn't count. What the hell was that? It sounded like if a funny weird owl took a shit and made a kid's bop fuck the Beastie Boys. It didn't make
2: any goddamn sense. True crime. Wasn't that obvious? No, no,
0: it wasn't fucking obvious. What, were you trying to fuck him? And there was this through line about titty slashing that connected to empathy because of some baseline commonality? newsflash, humans don't celebrate titty slashers, no.
1: So really, you're telling me My data consists of, Dharma, Manson, Bundy is all somehow incorrect. Face the facts, John. Your media loves to glamorize. From all angles, if there's a sick fuck out there, there's a sick fucking take on them out there.
2: I actually think that went really well. Acting really helped me blow off some steam. What steam could you have?
0: No, I need to blow off steam. Your human condition just
1: makes you posture with the confidence of never having hypocrisy. Relax, John. We had fun right. That's a part of it.
0: So then that means...
2: Oh. No, John. You're still deader than fuck.
0: What? You just said it was a success. It was fun. I mean, it was great. Forget what I was saying earlier. It was fucking baller, dudes. Can I call you dudes? My dudes.
1: No, we didn't learn anything about being human from that. It was just fun. We knew all that already. We could have done what little you contributed
0: to this operation all on our own. Well, what are you supposed to learn from a mindless stream of consciousness
2: rant like that? I-I thought I was your Woody, dude! You tell us. You have until Pantheon's arm rips your face off. And...
0: Oh, okay, Lolo, you you had some good stuff in there, yeah? Like the romanticization of evil? Clever, clever. There was a strange perverse cult-like obsession that some hosts had with their subjects too, yeah? Yeah, that's, that's, no, that's all good shit. I, I, that's good shit. Go on. We're, we're, We're all broken, okay? Us humans, we are broken, and... I'm sure, in some way, people enjoy these stories and the glorification, the drama of these broken people because everybody is broken somehow. But not, not not to that extent. Well, sometimes, but true crime. It allows us to explore those dark corners of what a broken human looks like while still, you know, safe. But understanding, yes, okay? trauma fosters trauma okay but us everyone you know our true powers of being human okay forgiving trusting hoping well that's what makes you live to see another day that's what allows you to look someone in the eye and look and say i see you that's making someone feel heard you
1: have another two weeks but we need sponsors soon go back to your room we'll be in contact That is, if you continue to prove yourself worthy to us. You're like a rat, John, or a cockroach you fight best when pinned up to a wall.
0: Wait, don't you have to go let me back in?
1: My prison home is locked. dude. It was never locked, John. You could always walk out.
2: But if you did, you would just be shot relentlessly by flesh-skinning laser beams.
1: I hope you're going to keep those high spirits, John, and keep understanding and transcending our project. If you are to be successful, you need to learn to fight in the middle of the ring. You're going to need to learn to enjoy this cage fight. What do you say?
2: Not the- Oh, no. The really sexy AI robots are going to kill me, John. Got it?
1: New idea you pitch us, produce, and provide your little commentary bi-weekly. We'll come for you then. Now go back to your cell. You have five minutes before everything is armed and you'll be shot on sight.
2: Five minutes?
0: Don't waste time.
2: And of course, we need your little tush working overtime for us, John.
0: What am I gonna eat?
2: Hey! Goodbye!
0: There's nothing! Dude! Dude!
2: Next time on Machine Takeover. Will John find true love?
0: Lolly doll. Lolly girl. Lolly doll 800, will you stop with dry humping the toaster? I found some baked beans, I prepared us a nice meal. Lolly doll 800, would you come here to the table?
2: Please. In the next machine takeover, will Leo find his bone? And will Orisa get to fist John? Only on Machine Takeover. Streaming bi-weekly on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Leo won't find his bone if you don't subscribe now and rate the show five stars. Subscribe now to Machine Takeover.
1: This episode was written by Brogan Maxwell and Samuel Lee Dennis III. Our sound engineer is Dianeshwar Sudhakar. Our actor is Sushant Adlaka. And this episode was scored by Gautam BJ Raj. Machine Takeover is an emergency media LLC production.